This is the Believe in Mariners podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, a podcast for Mariners fans with Mariners insight and Mariners insiders. Brought to you by betonline.ag. This is the Believe in Mariners podcast. Everybody charging Randy Johnson out there and the fans coming out on the field. 19 long years of frustration is over. It finally happened. A perfect game by a Seattle Mariner. It was done by the king, Felix Hernandez. I enjoy it, Seattle. Yes, indeed. Everybody exploding with their lungs here. Welcome in, everybody. The first episode of 2023. It's the Believe in Mariners podcast. I'm your host, Brady Farkas. Um, I've been marinating on what I want to do with the podcast all off season, and I'm excited to launch it again here in 2023. We're probably going to do some quick hitter episodes here for spring training before we start to get real in-depth come the season, but uh, it was time to launch here as we've now transitioned into March. I am still on an emotional high from last year's Mariners season. It was heart-wrenching. It was edge-of-your-seat stuff. It was epic. It was enjoyable. The M's got to the playoffs. They won a series. And now here they are to try to do it again in 2023. Again, quick hitter episodes for the first part of spring training. Just with some basic thoughts here for the first episode. Uh, Number one, I think the Mariners have a chance to be really good. And I don't think that I am being cocky. I don't think that I am being overdramatic. I don't think that I am counting my chickens before they hatch. They have a chance to be really good. Doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Doesn't mean they're going to be better than last year. Doesn't mean they'll be better than 2021 when they win 90 games each of those years. But this team has a framework in place to be really good. You look at the starting pitching staff, it is the best starting rotation I can remember in all 30-plus years of me following the Mariners. Right, Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert, George Kirby, and then the depth provided by Marco Gonzalez and Chris Flexen with the young guys waiting in the wings who we might see this year. Bryce Miller, who we've heard a lot about, and Emerson Hancock, who made his debut yesterday against the uh, against the Cubs in this in yesterday's spring training game as we record this here on March 2nd. There are options here in the rotation that are veteran. There are options that are young. There are guys in the minors. This team has starting rotation depth. The bullpen, to me, is still a strength of this team. We look at Munoz. You look at Paul Sewald. You look at what they've done with Matt Brash, who, although was horrific yesterday, couldn't throw strikes, but, you know, Diego Castillo, there are things to like about this bullpen as well. You get back Casey Sadler, we'll see how and when he factors in. The offense has a chance to be better than last year. It needs to be better than last year because that was the weak link of the team, but Julio should be better in year two. What can we get from Jared Kelnick is the question we've been asking for for years, but really for the last year and a half. What can you get from Kelnick? If he is a average player even, how much better is this offense? What can A.J. Pollock do? How much about the Teoscar Hernandez edition? So this team has the pieces in place. I believe it has the framework. It has speed. It has depth. It has starting ability. It has it has depth. It has bullpen ability. There are a few concerns that I have, and every team in baseball has concerns. One is health. Last year, every Mariners starter made every start. That's not likely to happen this year. What is this team? What happens to this team's rotation if they suffer one injury? 
or two injuries or three injuries. And what happens if some of those injuries are concurrent? That's going to be an issue. It's an issue for every team in baseball. The Mariners last year had a great rotation. You cannot count on getting that same level of production this year because you can't count on that same level of health. The bullpen. Of course I worry about injury again and regression. Is Paul Seawald the Paul Seawald of 2021 and most of 2022? Or is he the Paul Seawald from the end of 2022 in the playoffs that really struggled? Is Andres Munoz able to take the next step? Or does the league figure him out a little bit? The offensive side of things. Gino hit 30 home runs. Eugenio Suarez. Is he a guy who again does that? Or does he regress? Cal Raleigh hit nearly 30 home runs. Does he get better and now hit 250 with 30 home runs? Or does he hit 185 with 18 home runs? And now he's worse. Ty France, is he getting better? So there's just, there's questions everywhere, right? Regression to the mean is a real thing, and I wonder which Mariners are going to suffer from it negatively and which ones are going to suffer from it positively. I love Dylan Moore and Sam Haggerty. I don't know that they're, you know, that both on this team at once. You know, you know, you're not punting things. You get great versatility, but you know, I'd love to see some more power on the bench, more power in the utility spots. Evan White has had a good spring. I'd love to see him on this team. I don't know if he could be there. At the beginning of the year, in part because you're giving time to Dylan Moore and Sam Haggerty. But I do think the Mariners have a chance to be really good. And I think the balanced schedule overall will help them. Less games against the A's, which stinks. Less games against the Astros, which is great. And more of a chance to play some of the bottom feeders in the NL. A chance to see the Rockies. And although they're improving, the Diamondbacks and a chance to see the Reds, and a chance to see the Pirates, teams you didn't play last year. Less games against the Astros, more games against the Pirates, count me in on that. And every team in baseball is going to have a difficult, or is going to have a schedule that mirrors that. Everybody's playing the same teams. So I don't think we can sit here and say, oh, the Mariners got screwed because their schedule. Everybody's playing the same teams. Bottom line is this, I really, I just cannot wait for baseball. Like you, I just cannot wait for baseball, and I cannot wait for Mariners baseball. When the M's take the, take the field at the end of March here, I am going to be so happy because I've all, I'm always optimistic that the Mariners might be better than projections. I've always tried to be a little more positive at the beginning of seasons. I tend not to get negative until in the season, but this is the most optimistic I've been about a Mariners season in a long time. Because it's the first time I don't have the weight of this stupid drought on my, you know, on my neck. I have watched a good portion of spring training. I've not watched every pitch of spring training this year, but things that I really like: one, Jared Kelnick going the opposite way. He's still striking out, but he's been able to make adjustments. He struck out his first at bat against the Cubs, homered in his next, in uh, uh, two at bats later. He had two hits off a lefty yesterday in Rowanis Elias, our, obviously our friend, old Mariner. But he's been able to make adjustments. He's been able to hit for power. He's got at least three homers that I've seen. And he's been able to go the other way. I think that's huge, right? Not being pull happy, using the whole field. The shift guidelines now that are out probably help him as well. Jared Kelnick has shown, once again, that he has all the tools to be an interesting player for the Mariners. I loved what I saw out of Robbie Ray yesterday. I thought Robbie Ray had a shaky first inning, but he struck out five consecutive batters in working three innings. Robbie Ray needs to be efficient. There was no starter last year that frustrated me more on the Mariners than Robbie Ray. B 
because he just didn't throw enough strikes. And even when he would, it felt like he was constantly dancing in and out of trouble. And even when we would get out of it, you're throwing 25 pitches an inning to get through it. He was, after the first inning yesterday, second and third innings, he was more economical. Threw his slider much better. As he said afterwards, good depth to it. More depth than he's gotten before. He's experimenting with the splitter. Looked okay. Splitter change up. But something Pete Woodworth said that's true is like he needs something that's not hard. Slider's hard. Fastball's hard. Two-seamer's hard. Now he's got that change up with just a little wrinkle. I can't wait later today to watch Logan Gilbert make his first debut of the spring. See George Kirby this weekend as well. So spring training has yielded some good things. Oscar Hernandez has a home run. Uh, I've seen Haggerty get hits. I've seen Julio Homer yesterday against the Cubs. So, you know, we're starting to see the things that we want to see. Evan White has had a great spring. Ty France had a couple of hits the other day, including a home run. And they need Ty France to be back to being Ty France. He's a difference maker for this team, right? He's a difference maker for this team. If this offense gets a good Julio, a good Ty France, a good Teoscar Hernandez, a powerful Cal Raleigh, a powerful Geno right there. That's five guys that can bring you thump and can help carry a lineup at any given time. And then, well, now you start to see the other guys on the roster, like Colton Wong. And you can start to see Kelnick. And you can start to see Tom Murphy and how he slots in and Dylan Moore and Haggerty. There's There are things this team can do. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Um, again, there are questions. There are questions for every team in baseball. There are what-ifs. But this is an exciting time to be a Mariners fan, and it's an exciting time here for the Believe Mariners podcast. Appreciate everybody listening here to the first episode of 2023. Again, they will get longer as we move through the season. They will get more in-depth as we move through the season. We will have guests and analysts as we move through the season. But right now, just a couple of scatterbrained thoughts out of the first couple of weeks of spring training. Here on the Believe Mariners podcast. I'll see you tomorrow, everybody. It's Brady Farkas.